Hello, it's Judy Barkoviak here from NLP and EFT Kids. So I want to today share with you the introduction of another new book. I seem to have been very busy writing, which is why you haven't heard from me for quite a while, actually. So I want to tell you something about why I'm writing about sports. You may be wondering, why on earth is she writing about sports? because she specialised in working with children and teens. But in fact, sport, as I'm sure you're aware, is extremely important to children and teens. And often it can be the area of their life where they're actually excelling uh, and managing very, very well, even when perhaps um, in the classroom they may be struggling. And NLP is all about uh, finding patterns, finding sort of what you do well in one area of your life. It's called the model, modeling excellence and being able to transfer it. And so what I want to do with NLP and sport is really focus on children and teens and their sport, um, because I believe that by working on that, it will gain them higher self-esteem and also for them to see patterns of how they can succeed in their sport that they can bring to um, elsewhere in their lives. So I'm sharing with you the introduction um, and I look forward to some feedback from you. So sport has always been incredibly important to me. Um, It's given me my work-life balance and provided laughter, friendship, physical movement, fresh air, exercise, and and an eclectic social life outside of work and family. I've worked hard all my life and was a bit of a nerd at school, actually. So this balance has been my safety valve to protect my mental and physical health. My family is very sporty. My parents even met on a tennis court and my husband and I met skiing. Through school, I was in all the teams and continued to play tennis and hockey throughout my adult life. Nowadays, I play tennis, cycling, uh, practice yoga and Pilates, weekly exercising, usually about two hours a day. I'll add into that my dog walk. This is in stark contrast to my working day that's spent listening to clients and training my students. I'm a child and teen therapist, as you know, so my work can be quite intense which is why focusing on a ball bouncing on a court or pedaling up a hill provides complete contrast, focusing more on the physical effort. But maybe it wasn't like this for you. When you grew up, was, were you in a sporty family? Um, certainly for me, it was expected that sport would be an important part of my life, and this is encouraged. But I have met and discussed with this with many friends over the years who didn't have that identity. They were the smart one or the musical one, or maybe their family didn't do sport at all. When you try to break away from this identity saying, well, I'd like to run and also be smart, musical, creative, etc. I can be both. This can be difficult because each time you struggle, a voice in your head may say, Who do you think you are? You are the smart one. You're not the sporty one. And this happens, of course, in families, doesn't it? You can have three children, two or three children, four children, as I did. Um, But perhaps, you know, somebody already has taken that that spot, that identity. They're the sporty one. Um, I remember running a family therapy session a few years ago, and one of the children expressed feelings of not fitting in, feeling different and not understood 
difficult, lonely, because she was the only one in her family who wanted to move. She wanted to walk, cycle, run, do sport. But her family just wanted her to chill, watch TV, chat. They were amazed when she spoke up in the session because they had no idea she felt like that. Maybe there are other reasons why you have self-doubt around sport. Perhaps physically you are challenged by having a disability or have a problem with your weight, making it hard to believe you can move as you'd like. We will be covering blocks like these in this book and I'll help you to overcome them. Some of you may have had an injury which has meant taking a break from sport for a while and it can be hard to return. Not only do you doubt your physical ability and wonder if you'll achieve the same results or level of fitness again, but you may also fear damage to the body. Perhaps you've had a baby and not been able to find time to keep up your exercise. Again, you may doubt your ability to return to your sport alongside a busy family life. I've talked to kids who just don't like sport. They don't want to get hurt or they want to compete or don't want to compete, sorry. They find the physical contact and a coach shouting from the sidelines intimidating. Maybe you just haven't found the right sport for you. My friend's son didn't enjoy contact sports at school, but discovered rowing, which he excelled at. And as part of building his strength for rowing, he spent a lot of time in the gym. And he is now a very successful rowing coach and fitness trainer, having rowed in countless regattas and even in the Olympics. My main focus for this book is to help anyone who wants to find some new ways to tweak and improve their mindset in sport. Even if your own particular sport isn't mentioned specifically, the mindset content is relevant to all sports and physical exercise, and you'll even find it helpful for school and work as how you exercise your mind affects your life in all its part. Your mind and body are one. I'm going to be focusing on NLP as a coaching tool. I was trained by Sue Knight in NLP in 2001, and many of you may be following her cycling through um, Europe that's going on at the moment. Um, And she's a very, very keen cyclist. Um, So I trained with her as an NLP business practitioner and obviously applied it um, from that to working with children and teens, which was my focus and had been my background prior to discovering NLP. Um, And of course, I trained with her as um, a trainer. She is the author of NLP at Work and runs training courses in France, India, UK and online, in fact, lots of other places. Then I trained as an NLP sports practitioner with Jeremy Lazarus, who's the author of Ahead of the Game, which I would recommend to you. So using a range of techniques, NLP, EFT, tapping and Reiki, I've helped golfers, gymnasts, rowers, swimmers, tennis players, footballers, rugby players and cyclists, as well as using sport as a way to connect with clients coming to me with anxiety and issues such as depression, social anxiety, relationships and fertility. Children and teens often find their model of excellence in their sport. The skills they use in their sport can be transferred to where they need them at school or home. Perseverance, confidence, resilience and so on. Everything is connected. How we approach one part of our life is how we approach other areas. NLP is all about our patterns. Patterns of how we think, that's the neuro, what we tell tell ourselves, linguistic, 
And what we do then, the result of what we get, the results that we get, which is the programming. So NLP for Sport is the 10th book in the Engaging NLP series. So I hope you take a look at those um, to see whether there's anything else that would appeal to you. And I will be continuing to share um, extracts from NLP for Sports uh, in my substack in the posts and sharing with you other chapters from the book. But that was the introduction. Okay, and I'll leave you with that. Do get in touch if you have any questions about it. And I look forward to working with you, perhaps on your own particular sports issue.